We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Now, back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. You heard the man. No Steiny today is Larry. Steiny is on vacation enjoying his family, his daughter's home from school, college. She goes to school in London, so I know he's enjoying fam. But... Uh, we had like a fiesta because I'm not I'm out next week, Larry, and I'm not gonna see Steiny. So we chopped it up, and you know we have this thing that we do when I'm on Twitter. I don't spy on him; he doesn't spy on me. But you know when you put something out there, he'll bring it up on the show, and I say, "Hey, Steiny, I thought Judge was coming. And, you know, Judge didn't come; <laughs> they got Correa. But tell me what you think, Larry. I ain't calling you out." So well, I, I put out a tweet saying that some tweets with I, ass. I put yeah, I put out a tweet like six weeks before the signing <laughs> that a buddy of mine sources, yeah, yeah, a buddy of mine who's had sources with the Giants said he was ninety ninety five percent that he was coming. That he had some concerns about Kapler right. about how competitive yeah. the Giants were, but that he was coming. So that then I ran into a better giant source about, oh, a week, about a week and a half before, and I put that out on Twitter. I said I just ran into a I didn't name him, but I put it. You know, I ran into a good giant source who said, "Nah, you know, Farhan would rather spread that money around, right. and Judge is going to stay in New York, and this is all big to do about nothing." So I kind of put that out. So I guess you know, and then you can't get them all right. I love you for going, but we just had some you know, fun. My, my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you had me so thinking they were coming. Though. Yeah, so yes. I was at yes. Yesterday, I was at Lenardi's in, in Walnut Creek, and the Uh-oh. butcher's like, "Hey, man, you on ninety five seven this week?" I said, "I'm on tomorrow and Tuesday with uh, with Goo." And he's like, "Oh, I love Guru. He's the best." Man. Did he say that? Yeah, he did. Shout yes, out, baby. What's up now? The, the butchers at uh, Lenardi's are big fans, um, and they said, "Man, him and Steiny were giving you so much <laughs> crap about <laughs> about your ninety to ninety five percent tweet on uh, Judge coming to the Giants," and I'm like, you know. He's like, are you going to say something about it? I'm like, yeah, I absolutely will. I gotta, so. say, I love you for that, Larry. But I got to say this. Did you really? I thought he was coming. And the tweet before we found out that uh, Heyman took it back. Was, was Heyman, right? John Heyman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Thank, Thank you, John God. Heyman. He's Man, persona non But that made me feel, I walked to the corner like he could, the baby's coming. I see the feet. I mean, he's really going to be a giant. They need somebody, a bopper in the outfield. So it wasn't your fault, but I was just having fun, though, when I saw you. I'm like, man, son, Buffalo Springfield, something's happening here. They end up getting Correa. Uh... Hanniger, what do you think? I'm not mad at him, but I'm like, the Giants are full of Hanigers, you know? Hey, when he's Hurt healthy, he can, okay, so you fit right in, but that ain't going to take down the Padres and Dodgers, but the beautiful thing about baseball, Larry, is we don't know, but you had to go close something, coffees for closers, and Farhan did that after... And you tell me what you thought here, because I was pissed well, off as okay. a, a Bay Area native. The comments before you go, oh, the the politics here. And remember, he had made that like, right, that's right. why you weren't landing the big boys. To hell with that. Nobody but likes to excuses. That, he got, he got uh, Correa after that. Your thoughts? Well, okay, first on the judge front. Um you know, it's like that. You know, you know that beautiful girl that you believe oh, wanted, yeah. wants to date you, oh, and yeah. so you can convince yourself that she wants to date oh, you. When in reality, there's no chance yeah. she's dating you. So it's like you know, I as a giant fan, I I wanted to believe that he would be that he wanted to be here, but then I started thinking about it, and I started thinking, you know what? Who in our lifetime has ever left New York City when they're the toast of the town? But, look, but they get, but they were booing him, Larry. I know, but he's still the toast I of the know. town. There's he so didn't many like how they did his the contract stuff the, the last offseason. I mean, nobody walks away when they're the toast yeah. of a town like New York City. I mean, I, I just so I think he the Giants got played. As far as Carlos Correa, well, guess what? When you tease your fan base off of a you know losing season, and yeah, they were five hundred, but we all know. They had to. They had to get yeah, hot in September. That didn't feel like five hundred. Oh, was the worst okay. five hundred year ever. Um, they got hot at the end and finally and finished five hundred. You had to do something, yeah, right. And I was going to rip the hell out of them if they hadn't do. If they didn't do anything, and you were too probably. What did you make of his comments though? Well, no, I mean, one, never, never. I mean, please. I, first of all, I I you believe don't say that, that out loud. I believe he's probably accurate. I believe because you got to remember this. But you who's can't deciding, say it, Larry. Who's deciding who's who's coming here? It's typically wives of players who live in the South and the Midwest. And what are they doing? They're watching Fox News and they're watching, you know, Gavin Newsom's a nightmare and San Francisco's a joke and there's drugs everywhere and there's needles everywhere. And, you know, they've they've politicized San Francisco to a point where it's a very polarizing place to people who've never been here. If you've never been to San Francisco, there's a lot of bad pub on San Francisco on TV for, you know, if you're one of these people that watches the conservative shows. So I doesn't I bet you Farhan's toy being honest, but you don't say it. Yeah. That's all. You that was haters. You say that over a beer or what have you, you but especially it. when you're shooting blanks. Right. You ain't closing nothing. Seriously. Also, now you kind of built yourself the own excuse. Yeah, oh, it's not man. my fault. No, yeah. no, it is your fault. You know, no you own it. Well, take responsibility. But but Correa's their best player now. I, I like Correa. Yeah. But I mean, I, I do agree with, with uh, you know Russo. You know, Dog basically said it's the worst signing in franchise history. I think at the back end of the deal, it's going to be bad. What? This going to be four. This going to be three or four years. Larry, I don't know if end. I'm going to be. You tell. Oh, you're going. You sound like a simpleton, goo. I don't know what tomorrow has in store for. 
me, right. let alone the world. I don't care about year eight, nine. What do you? The, the Giant fans want to win or now? And if this dude can help in the next few years, only haters or the nerds go all the way to year ten and eleven. Well, let's see if we can squeeze some some chips out of this thing. And I know it's highly unlikely, but at least you got a a, a young stud, slicked, slick filled in infielder who is now arguably your best player. And I was asking Stanley this. He's easily your best who's player. Your, who's this? Is the problem? Who's your second best? You. No, I have no idea. Oh, I mean, seriously. I mean, no, right. I mean, that bothers me. No, that I mean, we don't know. Correa's going to hit two probably in their lineup, but who hits three, four, five? That's the thing. I mean, they have a hole at first base. Is Brandon Belt coming back? They got a hole in center field. Well, Belt's coming back, right? That's already done. And I'm not mad if he comes I think, back. I think Belt could retire. You think? Yeah, I think he could retire. I've, I've heard people whisper that. What about that? Crawford going to third? I thought that happened. Hey, he could have caused. They got state. JD Davis. They got Casey Schmidt coming. I think Crawford probably plays. I think second is going to be second and short. Correa is going to be at short, and then they're going to have Tyro and Crawford. That, man. Those are your three okay. infielders. I think your corner guys are. I still know, think it's either Bill. Belt, JD Davis, and Wilmer right. Flores. So those are your three guys on the corners. But as far as the deal's going to look bad on the back end, but so what? If you're the Giants, you don't have prospects. There's only three ways to get players. Well, you got some guys system. on the farm, though. You got farm. You got a farm system, yeah. and then you got trades. But trades have to come from who you deal off okay. your farm system. So basically, prospects lead to two of the three avenues to get better. The third one's free agency. I look at the Correa signing kind of like Andre Iguodala when he came to the Warriors. Somebody's got to be first. Mm. Somebody's got to be. Yeah, there. I, know I feel like he's younger than Andre was. You know what I mean? No, but I'm just saying somebody's got to say, "Hey, I know there's. I know every, oh, you oh, guys all something. think they're all a right. bunch of losers, but I'm going there because I." see something. Right. Somebody's got to be the first. So Correa is that first and I don't I agreed with not paying Rodon. I don't want to pay Rodon 20 million dollars <sighs> some injured yeah. pitcher for 5 years, 7 years, he 8 was, years. He, my whole thing on that Larry is he was badass. He was he was damn good, but you know what? Gosman was good before him, and they'll get somebody after to be just as good. Yeah, but what if you come up if if you if you're basing that on we'll find somebody else to replace somebody that was okay? What if what if they don't pan out? Then you're stuck. I'd rather why, I'd rather do you like they, Stripling. Well, I mean, I do like Stripling right. and I do like uh, Manaya, but they're not Rodon. But I'll do that every day. I'll go two for one for lesser dollars on pitchers because I ain't getting. I'm, I mean, uh, I'm not going to pay twenty million dollars for a guy like Rodon who's been on the DL what twelve times in his career. He's been hurt more than he's been healthy. So I, I don't have any problem with them not bidding on Rodon. They're not very good still. I mean, they have Correa, but what are the Giants? I would say they're at, you could argue they're better than Arizona, but they're not better than San Diego. Right. They're not better than the Dodgers. Well, so they got to keep going. They got to get, they got to find another third baseman. They got to find a center fielder. I don't know if they're going to trade for Ramon Laureano or Brian Reynolds. What's it, what, 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 they got to trade been? for a center fielder. The last homegrown like bopper with Chili Davis for the Giants. I mean, that's like sad. That's I mean, well, I guess you could say Pablo. Are you talking about outfielders? Yeah, outfielders. Yeah, I mean, Chili Davis, yeah. Dan Gladden. Yeah, oh, Dan the man. These guys are retired. But I'll say this about the sport I love, baseball. Yeah, on paper, and if you go line up Envy, 
the Giants aren't good. They're going to be in third, maybe before Arizona. But if you can somehow pitch, and these guys have career years, Manaya, and he's, you know what I mean? And you play good defense and you get timely hitting, you can compete. And we saw this team do something, Larry. I still have not processed 107. Did he get you a World Series ring? No. And you probably used up the fluke bottles, a 24 hour, 24 uh, pack of uh, fluke bottles to get to 107, but nobody saw that coming. You can't do that in the NBA. I don't think you could do that in the NFL. So if they could tap into 80 wins of that 107, whatever they did to, to make it manifest, now you got Correa. You know, maybe Yaz, or if he's still... You know what I mean? You need like, a center fielder. It ain't fielder. just over. I mean, you need a center fielder of note. Why? Because you got Hanniger in left, you got Yaz in right. Those guys are okay if you got a damn good center fielder. Yeah. If you have Brian Reynolds, that's a good outfield. Oh, he's good. If he, you have just some... Good. If you put Austin Slater out there, you're, you got that's one of the worst been. outfields going. So, yeah. I mean, they need a center fielder, and it's got to be a good defensive player. And the player's got to be be able to hit. They need a first baseman. It's got to be somebody who can hit. Yeah. Um, they can't just lean on, well, we'll go with Flores and Listella. Now, then you're going to go with fourth place and empty stadiums, and it's going to be a ghost Because that's what down. it's about is, yeah, bringing the, the fan base but back. I, would, I, I like the idea of going pitching with depth. You know what I mean? Don't, don't give me one Manaya. guy. I'd, I'd rather I'd rather show up in spring training with ten viable starters than one ace and like four or five guys behind him and then no depth because yeah. it's a long year and more important. I mean, there's all kinds of top tier starting pitching that didn't win the World Series this year, no doubt. I'll tell you what, we'll get into the 49ers because I got a bunch of questions for you. But before we do, Matt's been holding patiently. He, uh, he wants to talk about the value of Draymond Green and Clay Thompson. We thank you for waiting. What's up, Matt? First of all, about baseball, you could be a fan, so like, be grateful. <laughs> oh, yeah, <wow>. exactly. <laughs> a perspective and, shaker you know, right there. Say about baseball players, and this would include their wife. You could be too stupid to play football or basketball, but you cannot be too stupid to play baseball. So uh, that's part of the reason why they don't want to come here. As for Draymond and Clay, yeah. um, we'll never get anything for Clay. I mean, he makes way too much money, and besides, the guys. You can't, you can't get rid of Clay. I mean, he's, he's my favorite player. And I think he's actually... We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. It's starting to come around a little bit. We just needs to be consistent. I love that he didn't shoot that much. Yeah, we are bad connection, but yeah, you somebody would take Clay. And well, he's right though. He makes forty million dollars. How much? Larry? And he's two, 40, 40.6 mil this year, forty three point two next year in the final year of his deal. You don't if you traded Clay Thompson, all you're going to get back is another Clay Thompson, somebody who's got a huge contract. Okay, but we're not there. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying, Larry. No, they're not. They're not looking to trade Clay. No, but I mean they, the, yeah. the fact that. It can't even be discussed. Ah. Is like it, it, it definitely. It's a lot of people living in the past, right? But okay, and you're coming off. You're defending champs now. We saw him come back from uh, two horrific uh, injuries to his body, lower and he's extremities. Beloved. He's beloved. He earned that beloved. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. And then when he's on his boat, we're all laughing and geeking and squawking. We love Clay. He's a fan favorite. He's natural at being himself. To me, this is where I, I, I people condemn me and throw eggs at me. That stuff matters. And Clay Thompson is not the reason you're the 11th seed now. I don't believe that. And I believe him sharing with the world. Uh, him taking extra offense to Charles Barkley or anybody that would criticize him, he let you in his world. He was in a dark place. And to me, that's part of the story. It's part of the comeback. And for him to celebrate like he did at the parade, for him to, 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 to make some progress and even be an option to start, this story is not over. Let Clay, I don't want to say let him eat Larry, but like Steinies and the rest of the gang are quick to judge him as if it's over. He had a hell of a November because now when he shoots Larry, I'm like, oh, it's going in. Not so much here lately, but the story's not over. Give him some more time to try to get back to close to being the old Clay or as close as he's going to get to it. But there's no way you can't tell me the sentimental stuff with Clay and the Warriors doesn't matter. No, He's it, earned it. It all matters, okay. but there's only one guy on this team that you should <laughs> absolutely scoff at <laughs> if anybody brings up a trade. Now, Steph Curry. I tell you, even he can be traded. No trade. Joe didn't give him a no trade. Clay. No, yeah. no, no. Come on. I, I've heard. I've heard you guys discuss that, and I, I don't agree. I don't have I, too I, much bullets. There, but yeah. the, you could say. You could make the argument. Everybody's got their price. Yeah. No. No, I you know Curry means more. He's the guy that scoff at any notion of trading him. Everybody else, you should be open minded. As far as Clay Thompson goes, I'll tell you one thing I've seen is that he just really looks like I don't know if it's his legs or if it's if it's the fatigue or the, the injuries, but 
I like him more when he squares up from, right. from inside right. the arc oh, than okay. outside the right. arc. I realize the deep two is the yeah. worst shot in the NBA, right? The deep two, yeah. nobody wants... But the worst shot is the shot you miss, and the best shot is the shot that you make. So I, I, I personally would love to see Clay become more a DeRozan-like, more of a oh my god, more of a, a mid-range. Well, more yeah. of a, I mean, I really think he he he's still a sniper, but he's a sniper in the mid-range. I think those shots will fall in great number in the mid-range. I don't know. If there's something about his legs, something about his trajectory on his shot. Yeah. But when he's shooting the deep ball, it just it. Sometimes he's drifting on his shot. Uh, there's some of that, but then it just there's sometimes it's just flat and it's hitting the front rim. I don't know. Personally, I would love to see Clay be not be so three happy and and pound that dribble, settle in the in the in the yeah. you know uh, the two range. Kind of right like there. what Jordan's pool been doing the last couple of games. It, it, it was good from three yesterday, but still take that what you said those mid ranges. That count, especially to start games. Mm. So let's see the ball go through the hoop a couple times in the mid range, and then you want to extend once you're really feeling it. Then go from there. Start from three and hoist from three. He's just missing a lot of those. Yeah, and uh, we talked. We'll get into Niners before we get out of here, Larry. On the other side, but you and Lo were talking about. Uh, I was just talking about how smart they are. You know what they try to do. Are they perfect, the Niners? But the Warriors. You guys talked about what team out there could beat them four out of seven. But Larry, what team is smart enough to beat them four out of seven? I'm a league pass junkie. I'm watching these teams. I won't even get into load management now. When you're watching NBA game, the first thing is not who's playing, who's not playing. But the way that they play, you know, I'm like, you don't got shooters. Why are you guys jacking up 30 to 43s a game? I get it. It's a new era. But the Warriors, to me, in the 11th seed are only four and a half back from the number one seed. But every season is its own entity. And the fact that Curry's out, Wiggins is out, dude, I get that. I didn't tell anybody this, but I, I panic thinking about, okay, what if what does a Wiggins setback look like? Because I did take him for granted. What he does offensively and defensively. He could create his own shot. Mid-range, shoot the three, get hot, rebound, guard the best player. So how long, you know, and I know Evan gave us the uh, update from Slater, hopefully Christmas, but he's a very important uh, cog to this team. But he's all, in his prime. Yeah, and with all that said, Larry, seating, we agree here again, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you want it, but this Warrior team went healthy and whole. I think they could. If it, I would bet my brothers on them balling against anybody in the series, and that includes Memphis. If I was going to stay healthy, if I was sitting in Vegas right now, I would put money on the Warriors hey, to go hey, to the finals. There I, wouldn't, looking, Larry. I would not put money on them to win it necessarily because I, got I think it. Milwaukee and Boston okay. looks pretty look pretty good. Ugh. And and I'd want to. I don't know that they can do it with their current cast unless they're. They they're, locked up Boston, though. I know that was a Saturday night game. Yeah. No Wiggins, and they locked him up. Was they were no invested. S- who wasn't there for Boston? Wasn't was Smart missing that no, game? No, uh, Horford and uh, Robert Williams. Right. Okay. Yeah. So that, yeah, two big bodies. Oh, I love. Women, I mean, but they're hurt. A neck know, and my back. No, I'm just saying they weren't available. I, I, that's. I mean, like. I, I'm I'm all over the map on the Warriors. I'm too negative That's on. That's my world. I'm, right. I'm too negative in that I don't think they can win it if they don't get something out of their okay. rookie, out of their rookies, out of Kuminga, Moody, Wiseman, I love either it. from them or in a trade replacing them. I think they those guys can't not they can't not be in the rotation and not traded and still the Warriors win. But 
I also think I'm being too positive because I'm like Fitz. I don't see anybody That's real, who really man. stands between them in, when it really matters in May, in June. That's I don't think there's anybody in the West that's going to be able to stand in front of them. So I think they're going back to the finals. But at the same time, I think they got to. I would want to spend a lot more time worrying about developing Kuminga, Moody, and Wiseman and not worrying about do we have the eight seed, the five seed, the seven seed, the play in. I, I think you can get there from any of those spots, but you got to have your three guys either doing something for you or you got to move one of them so you can get a guy in the rotation to help you off the bench. Yeah, speaking of Kaminga, Stanley's not here, so I'm going to let this off because I, I, I do it to bother him. But you talk about basketball gods and the DNA gods. I mean, when you watch Kaminga do some things on the basketball court, Larry. I'm not moving I'm just, him. Dude, just his body. I, I told Stanley didn't like a young Dwight Howard. But physically, when he is invested in some of the like into the mood and then just reckless abandoned the rim looks like no I'm like dude this dude can be special quit shooting the threes I know you can but boy get to that bucket and he's quick long strong I'm like man you, I ain't giving got, him up <laughs> you got Dwight Howard I, I think you got you got half of it right he's not Dwight Howard okay. he's Josh Howard Remember, wow. remember Josh, Josh Howard, Howard the kid from Wake yeah. who played for the Mavs? But I don't think you th wow. Yeah, I mean, they're same. Six, eight. You know, they're not really. Why do I feel like Kaminga is a little stronger than Josh, though? He's like, a little stronger. Just naturally. He's a little better leaper. Yeah. A little better athlete overall. But I mean, six, eight guys who don't really <laughs> shoot from the perimeter who should be able to lock you up, defend, rebound, run the floor, Kaminga finish. And we've seen have those moments yeah. to where I didn't take the ball, but my body, my physicality bothers you. You know, that's what the game is about without fouling. Right. Right, and then and then I'm Moses. Excited. I like Moses Moody. I mean, I've talked to Eric Musselman, who coached him at Arkansas. He thinks Moses what? Moody. There's a lot more there. <laughs> there's a lot more there. <laughs> a lot more there than what you've seen thus far. I think in some ways he's a good NBA. Like, how could you not be excited? Too much. Well, he defers okay. too much. Right, but even then, they when they call on him. The one thing I keep telling Stoddy, and I keep going to it, Larry, I don't feel like he's a deer in headlights of, oh, I can't shoot this three because Clay's over. He'll let him go. He'll let him go. We'll get into it more on the other side. But I'm with you. I'm excited about uh, the future and trying to find out, especially now that you got some guys down. Kind of give Lamb's minutes to split that up between Kaminga and Wiseman and Moody and, and Ty Jerome. No shade at them. But, Larry, you're not getting out of here because on the other side, you know, I'm going to apologize to one NFL head coach here in the Bay Area, and then I want to get your thoughts on Brock Purdy and where this thing is going. An apology? Yeah. Really? Listening to uh, Larry and Guru right here on 95.7 The Game. An apology? I want wow. winners. Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. No Steiny, Larry in today. He'll be, we'll be rocking tomorrow too. So I'm excited. Steiny enjoys his weekend. And Damon and Rattle coming up at 3 p.m. Uh, get this, Larry. They got the playmaker, Michael Irvin at 4.15 and Peter King at 5 o'clock. And we came back with that Niner sound and you were like, you were kind of dumbfounded on all the Guru. Who are you going to apologize to? And it's, is there anything such thing as a half such thing as half apology and this one going larry i have called kyle shanahan the genius i've called him the best play designer 
And then I said, you know what, Stani, I want a divorce. Draw up the papers. He said, how can you do that? 2019 Super Bowl. You controlled the play calling, and you went away from what was working on that last drive. Exhibit A, I, w- I was disappointed. And then I said, on these airwaves, situational play calling is is the area of opportunity for Kyle. So if I had to give him a 90-day review, I'd be like, okay, I'm watching you, situational uh, play calling. Then last year against the Rams, NFC Championship game, you got a 10-point lead. I thought he went away from what was working then, so I came in and I was I was mad. And I was like, if I were a Niner fan, I, I would be, I can't ignore that I called him a genius because I'm being real. And Larry, one of my sayings is react to new information. So when I think of something to somebody, you're always it, evolving. It, it, oh, no, oh, only real people do that. I'm not one of these dudes. Oh, it's A and it can never be B. I can learn from B and you can sway me. The world's changing. Talk to me. Your opinion should change along with but, it. But uh, our, our guy Willard, and he heard this because I said it to Willard and Dibs, and they have used this as a promo. When Trey Lance got hurt, I blamed Kyle Shanahan. And the reason, Larry Kruger, I blamed him is I saw it coming a mile away. And you say, well, how did you see that? What glasses were you wearing? No glasses. It was quarterback vision, 2020, because he, to me, Kyle, was using Trey Lance like Walter Payton, God rest his soul. So it was, I didn't like, I don't want to call it a stench. It just, it didn't sit right with me. Let this dude throw it. Something wild you in the workout. But with that said, I said I wanted, I would fire him right now. And I was in my feelings. But now. <laughs> you were firing yeah, him. Yeah, you got so lucky. You had him as I a genius it, yeah, and then you were firing but him. But the firing was because of how you handled what I thought is the next great uh, franchise quarterback. Right. So I now agree we with fast you, by forward. The way, okay. Now we fast forward. Jimmy comes in. And you got lucky to get Jimmy. You guys were rolling. Jimmy gets hurt. And I'm like, oh, it's a wrap, Saran. Here comes Brock Purdy. Now, I'm back in love and infatuated. And I ripped up the, I ripped up the, the divorce papers because what you're showing me you're doing with Mystery Relevant is it supersedes my anguish and anger over how you did Trey. I can compartmentalize that, put that over here. I'm watching what you're doing on the field. And now when I watch the Niners play Seattle, yeah, they didn't score 40. And I'm watching what Brock Purdy is doing. I'm giving you, Kyle, credit, one, for drafting Brock Purdy, and two, for having him be the extension of you out there. And right now through 11 quarters, I got the Niners better than Philly. I get Dallas is dumb. They're their coach dumb. And now I feel like the Niners got action like they had if Jimmy was behind center. And that to me deserves an apology. Oh, Kyle, your genius is back. And this is my last thing, Larry, and you take it. If you get this done with mystery relevant, it will be greater than anything you could have ever done with Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance because Trey. We know what you thought of him. You went up to get him. He was an unknown. But to take Mystery Relevant, who I don't got to tell you is the last pick of the draft, and you go beat Philly or Dallas or whoever in the NFC, and you get to the Super Bowl with that, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm bowing down. Yeah. Well, I mean, you think about it this way. If the 49ers somehow won the Super Bowl this year. Oh, Larry. Goo, the- 
Kyle Shanahan, <laughs> Kyle Shanahan would immediately be injected right. into every conversation from now on about who's the greatest coach in NFL history. Preach, Why? Man. Because immediately some guys would be like, well, you know, that Shanahan guy took a third-string quarterback who was the last pick in the draft and won the Super Bowl. Larry. So he's got to be one of the best coaches. So, I mean, there, there's a lot on the line here. First of all, I'm with you on the mishandling of Trey Lance. You ran him like he was Larry Zonka, oh, and he got hurt. Oh, and then, then you came back, and you had the nerve to tell us that you know everybody uses their quarterback right. that way. No, right. no, 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 no. They, they treat no. their uh, quarterbacks with like fine china. You you just threw him Trey Lance in the box like I'll just throw it over there. But the question was, did they uh, did he do that because that's what Trey that because <sighs> Trey had so many limitations on what he could do. Well, at the end of the day, only really Kyle and the offensive coaching staff for the Niners really know the truth. They either ran Ooh. they either ran the plays for him because that's all he can do, or they ran the plays for him because that's what they thought he was best at. But either way, it put him in harm's way, and I would just love to see Trey doing what they allowed Jimmy to do. And I would love to see what it looked like. Um, instead, we had a different offense for Trey. Um, but as far as Purdy, Purdy is accurate and smart and experienced and the ball comes out on time, and he throws it underneath with accuracy and pace the ball comes and out. rhythm. People overlook that. The ball. It yeah. ain't, you ain't got to have a Marino cannon. If Joe Montana didn't have a cannon, it came out on time. Camp comes out on time. And he hits him. To me, the, you say, what's a, give me a defining moment of Brock Purdy. It doesn't get any more defining than third and seven backed up on his four-yard line against Seattle the, the other day, and he throws an absolute Not dime. a handoff. A dime, I think Jimmy, a dime Jimmy, slant to Juwan. It would have been a run. No shade at Jimmy. I think it would have been a run play. There's he that let too. Him throw it. I think he's got a belief in Purdy no. that I don't know that he had in Jimmy or Trey. I think he's got a confidence in Purdy that I don't know that he had in those other two guys. The ball's coming out on time. I'll say this, uh, and I, I, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm doing stuff for Talk Sport out of London, so I'm working down in at the Niner Complex. I'll be down there later. I saw this some week. of your interviews. Yeah, thank you. And, and uh, um, you know, I, I, they're on my YouTube sh- channel, the Krug Show. But it's so after Purdy came off the bench. Well, that was the what the Dolphins game, yeah. and they blitzed his ass. Right, they blitzed him like crazy. Here comes Van Ginkle or whatever right. left they and right. They were, right. They, they were sending dogs yeah, out, right. dog blitzes, <sighs> um, and he beat the blitz a few times. And going out of that game, down in the locker room, I'm thinking to myself, okay, they got a big game coming up. Um, they're on their third string quarterback. And I would imagine that there's going to be a lot of. I mean, most time, most of the time, on your third string quarterback means game over as far as contending for a Super Bowl. And yet there was this bounce in the room. There was this optimism in the room, and it all stems from really, I think, three things: Christian McCaffrey, Brock Purdy, and that killer defense. And the Niners believe they can win it all. And I, 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 I talk to players every single week. Offense, defense. I talked to Ayuk last week. I talked to Aaron Banks last week. Uh, Dre Greenlaw. These guys believe in their defense, Kyle, their weapons, and Brock Purdy to to lead them. So the season ain't over, right? And 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 the Niners Super Bowl. I mean, look at their odds in the Super yeah, Bowl. I get they, it. They went down, but they didn't go down dramatically after they lost Jimmy. So I mean, they got a shot. They got a realistic shot. I think they're going to run the table. I think they beat Washington, beat the Raiders, beat the Cardinals. I think they're going to win a couple playoff games. The question is, can they go into Philly 
and beat Philly. And what if you get down? Like, we haven't seen that yet. You know, what if somebody fumbles or right. things go... You, how can are you, you going to... Can you throw the rock when everybody in the, that, in the place knows you're doing it? And, and Jimmy, we've seen him do that, but that's a major test. But, Larry, you talk about this defense, man, and I, I swear to you, you know where I'm at with the star. I come in here with it on my, my body every day, damn near. And even four weeks ago when it was going good for Dallas and it was like, whose defense is better? I knew Dallas was, uh, you, they could be had in the run game. And when I watched the Niners defense, even on tape, Larry, the second, third time, I'm like, this defense they are on one accord. Dallas ain't. They don't have this now. All of a sudden, to, to to everybody's eye, it's coming into focus. But a lot of attention goes to Bosa, and I get it. But Bosa don't have another Bosa on the D line. Armstead. But see, Armstead's been missing, and yet that Niner defense still was getting home. Outside of Bosa and Armstead. To, to the people that don't watch the Niners, if they're in Minnesota, Dallas, and Philly, give me another D lineman's name that's causing havoc that the average household wouldn't know. Because when I watch this Niner D, it's Bosa, and I see it, and now Armstead is back. But the others are getting home too, Larry. Yeah, it's Ebukam. <laughs> that's right. Okay. It's Samson Ebukam. Ebukam is a monster. I mean, the Niners are stacked at the Geno Smith was petrified, and I get it. I mean, you got Bosa, you got Ebukam. You got Jordan Willis playing at a high level. He's two seventy. He runs in the four fives. You got you got Charles Amenehu playing the easily the best ball of his He's career. A, oh yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. Then you got Drake Jackson. They got a five spot of defensive ends, <laughs> and all these guys can play ball. And they rotate in, so so Kocher keeps the, his his D line fresh. So he's got guys now. They're a little thin at tackle. Givens just went down. Ridgeway's down. Yes, okay. Kinlaw's down. Yeah. Armstead's not one hundred percent. They're a little thin at tackle, but they're you know it's such a pass happy league now, Goo, that the Niners go with their four D end alignment, and they don't even worry about having tackles. They just they just start playing stunting games up front, and they'll go with four D ends. They'll go with Menahue and Jackson inside. They'll go with Bosa and Ebukam outside, and then they'll just play all these looping uh, you know T A uh, T E stunts and E T stunts and. And it's working for them. And they got the best linebackers in the game. Yeah. They got three guys who could fly was, yeah. and hit, and they're intimidating. Yeah, so I was asking, where's 54? No shade at him. Because, you know, he set his own standard, and now he's just sideline to sideline. He, he's bringing it. I, I want to ask How you. How Greenlaw? Oh, good 57? Lord. Now that, he, oh my goodness. You see him knock the ball out the other night? Ah, and that was a big play. I big thought that, that game felt like watching it thirty to three. But I'm like, if they score here, go for two. They got action, you know. So now, there was two plays here. There was the dropped pick, and Ooh, then the big hit by digs. by Greenlaw. The ball pops you... out. Charvarius picks it up. Rumbles down to the five. They scored two plays later. I mean, that that's where that game was basically decided. Now, I, tell me what you think of here of, th of this. And I've I've told E, I told Stani, anybody listen. I feel like the Niners D or just the Niners team in general, um, even with Jimmy's interception in the Saints game, they've been getting a good whistle. Every time something bad happens, oh, it's negated, flag. But Hufanga, he's a stud. I know he's a stud, but I saw him get um, get beat in the Tampa game. That got called back. I saw him take, I believe, the wrong route in Seattle. Tight end got the uh, touchdown. I've just been noticing, like, not blowing assignments, I guess I could say that, but, like, once a game... Does that is that a concern for you? Because sometimes when he blows it, it's like you know there was a penalty on the other team. It don't count. But it's like when I watch, I'm like, oh, if that were a playoff game, a better quarterback, that may count. 
you know, talk to me about what you've been seeing from him because I feel like one time a game, he'll get lost back there, and that can get you beat. Yeah, I mean, that's why Hafanga was a day three pick. He was the Pac-12 player of the year. Uh, he was an incredibly productive player. He's awesome going forward. Like, if they're playing the cover going three forward. and he's sitting there lurking uh, near the line of scrimmage, he attacks the mesh point and just detonates on the ball carrier. So he's really great going forward. He's a little bit of a liability in coverage, which is why he went on day three. That's why he was drafted in the fifth round, because he's he's not a great coverage player. But here's the question. The Niner defensive front, it doesn't really matter if he's not the best coverage player, because there's they get to the quarterback and hurry the quarterback. If they get up against Philly, who has a terrific line, and they can't get pressure on Hurts, can the Niner DBs cover Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown and Dallas Goddard? Um, and can and can guys like him and Gibson make plays in the secondary if the Niner defensive front isn't getting to Jalen Hurts? That's my one question. Can, if the Niners, it's all about rush and cover, and the Niners' rush is substantial, and they and they put a lot of heat on the quarterback. If they don't put that heat on the quarterback, can Gibson and Hafanga wow. stand up and cover? Yeah. So that's I mean, it's still it's an open question, and it's not going to get decided till you know uh, January at the link, as they call it in Philly. Yeah, and I'll say this about all the Niner fans because I know I'm jealous of them because I know they're like, man, we got three. The season's not over. We got to still see who we play. We could get the two seed, but I feel like the Niners are the Warriors. I know they're not defending champs. I feel like they should have been the Super Bowl. But two or three seed, it don't matter. That defense travels, but um, they got swagger. I mean, they, they the Warriors they, are going to have swagger oh, in the Western Conference playoffs, and the Niners are going to swagger into any matchup in the NFC. Now, the the Super Bowl against Buffalo yeah. or Kansas City, totally different story. That's where I was. But going. as far as the NFC is concerned, the Niners will take the field in the playoffs, believing they're going to beat any team they play. Larry, that's where I was going, and we're going to grab this call from Vince in the city in a second here. But the Kansas City game, and I know that Niners had guys out. Bosa played. Was that an anomaly? Because I know Andy Dalton is not uh, Mahomes, and when you talk about winning the Super Bowl, even though I'm kind of out on Hurts, who looks like. He may be unavailable for Saturday's game against Dallas, but like, how does Larry? How did you process that from a defensive standpoint for the Niners? Because I was shocked. Or is that Andy? Are you going to see more of that come playoff time? I mean, that's that is the best play caller oh, in the game, right. the best quarterback in the game, and a whole bevy of really creative play calls and weapons. I mean, the Niner coverage, they were so loose in that game. I mean, Mahomes just picked apart their zone. Niners played a lot of zone in that game, and Mahomes just played pitch and catch, okay. and there was nobody even it was in the I, I didn't recognize, the, you know, but the they, bombs on the Niner D the, to that extent. Yeah, the worst part of that game was the... McKinnon, the McKinnon screen pass. And since that point, the Niners have gotten a lot better at beating up the screen and and preparing to defend the screen. But yeah, if they get Kansas City in the bowl, get ready for more screen passes. Let's uh, finish the calls up, Larry, with Vince from the city. What's up, Vince? Vince. Hello? Hey. You guys hear me? Yep, we got you. Hey, uh, just real quick, Larry, I know you who or who, who? All the comparisons. Uh, the Harbaugh era defense or this or this year's defense, because there's been a lot of comparisons and similarities brought up between Greenlaw and Warner with Bowman and Willis. Yeah. Man. Uh, 
I think the Niner linebacker, I love Bowman and Willis, and they were awesome. But uh, I like this linebacker crew more. Okay. I, I think. What about defense overall? Oh, you know, you know. Here's the thing about that, that. one went to the bowl too. I know that, and also the, the for, one thing we got to talk about is the even though it's not that long ago, the rules are totally different. Like you could totally detonate on guys back then. Now that yeah. draws a flag. Oh, now nice. it's like you got to be better in coverage. So I personally, I think the that defense was. Incredibly hard hitting that hardball had. It separated guys from the football. You had the Cowboy and Alden Smith yeah, up front. Oh man! But I think collectively, uh, the linebackers here are 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 even faster and better. Uh, you got three of them and not two. Um, I would say that. I mean, very close. Very very close. I would think that this secondary full flot, full throttle is maybe a little bit better than that secondary. And they they're maybe not that, scared. This secondary. That front though, you had Cowboy and Alden playing at a crazy high level. You still had Ahmad Brooks. You had other. <laughs> I probably would go with their D still line the now Super with the injury Bowl. to yeah. Kinlaw and some of the injuries up front. I'd probably go Niner. I'd probably go Harbaugh defense D line. Niners are, uh, you know, this D'Amico's group here on the back seven. Were you in New Orleans for that? Uh, yes. D- did you think you had it? Yes. I was sitting next to Damon. Oh, and the lights man. went out. That's just. It was unbelievable. I mean, I mean, still, I mean, that's you Super blame Bowl. Kaepernick? Who do you blame? Or do you blame Harbaugh? Uh, Harbaugh. Okay. But you don't, call, you don't call a timeout. This is the Super Bowl against the Ravens we're talking about. You don't call a timeout. When you have Ray Lewis and Ed Reed playing in their like final NFL games at the end of a long drive against a way faster, more athletic team, they called that timeout. They should never have called that timeout. That allowed the Ravens no, to the regroup man. on defense. And then uh, you got to run Frank Gore yeah. too. No, no oh, who got you down there? Those were some, I, think, I, love, I think Greg Roman's really overrated. Well, I was just going to bring his name up, but those were some of the worst out route passes I've seen from Cap. Dude, they were hitting the side of the line. Dude, this ain't tryouts. Come on. Cap, <laughs> Super Bowl's I'll, on the line. I'll, give I'll, me some touch. I'll give you, I'll, I'll contend this. You could get Cap and Crabtree on a field with no defenders, and he couldn't hit them on a fade. Wow. Because Cap can, doesn't throw the fade. I mean, he not that's, he not, took his, the league by that's not his game. There. I mean, his yeah, game is not the fade. Yeah. It, it was running. And uh, again, we're in tomorrow. You and yeah. I get down tomorrow. Uh, Warriors take on the Knicks. Uh, Damon and Rattle coming up at uh, 3 o'clock. They got Michael Irvin at 4.15. Peter King at 5 o'clock. Larry, this has been a bunch of fun. But I want to run this by you. I got a, one of my best friends, Frank Carrillo. I call him 49er Frank. He diehard Niner fan. Yep. And his saying used to be, when the Niners go to the Super Bowl, we win. And that was the case. Right. But here lately, it's just been bad luck. And he gets mad. I add the NFC Championship collapse last year. So you would think right now, when I look at the landscape of the NFC, we've got about a minute left. I mean, I just, I think they're better than Philly. Philly went to the playoffs last year. They lost to Tom Brady. Dallas ain't ready. You beat Dallas last year. Just people keep forgetting Kyle's experience and this Niner team since 19. They've been in it to win it. Yeah. Dallas can't stop the run. They just gave up seven yards of carry. Prescott's yeah. turning it over. They're a bully defense. You get a big lead. They got, you know, they'll, they'll yeah, put You throw screens and, and quick traps. They're done. You right, can run it on them. Yeah, no, and the Niners will run it on them. Philly is going to be a tougher deal because that's a really tough place to play. You're going to roll in there with a rookie quarterback. Yeah. So I think they'll get it done. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, Monday Night Football tonight, and it will be Larry and I tomorrow right here on 95.7 The Game. Coming up next, Damon and Rattle.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.